the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome back to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And every day, every week, every month, we see the need for people to fulfill the obligations of that most important political office if you want to preserve your freedom, your country, and so we're going to be talking about... And your liberty. Your family, your children, and your rights as parents. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots. I'm joined by co-host Don Dix, who does this show, the Jen and Don show, heard daily on Monday through Friday on this station, and sometimes uh, the morning answer. Sometimes, and I even uh, I even get through. You know, you when you start off and talk about the most important political office, that is at the core of every issue that we deal with on this show and that is in every headline is the reality that there are that for too long uh, folks have not taken that responsibility of, you know, the most important office in this republic. And it's not always their fault because we're learning in our education system that there's a lot going on that is trying to undermine that very premise of our government. Civics used to be a regular part of our uh, curriculum. I got full doses of civics when I was growing up in the 60s in Baltimore, Maryland, but that's being replaced by a brand new agenda and a brand new curriculum, Greg. Oh, it is. And we've done a lot of talking about the triple X sex education, and we have more on that today. Uh, But the broad range of things, there's just a new curriculum in California for ethnic studies that teaches that capitalism is racist. And that's just, just one more little example of what is going on in the government run schools. But enough about us. Um, we are very pleased to have back on the show Gina Gleason. She is the executive director at Faith and Public Policy. She also works with uh, Pastor Jack Hibbs. And if we if we had another ten thousand, or maybe even five thousand, or one thousand Pastor Jack Hibbs in this country, we'd save it. I don't even know if you'd need that many, but you're right. More uh, pastors like Jack Hibbs leading people into the public square to deal with the issues that have long been abandoned by churches and uh, faith-based leaders alike. Even Christians say, uh, many Christians say, uh, you know, I'm just going to leave it up to God. And you've got a great quote from Louis Gohmert about that. Yes. Um, and I, I repeat it often is that, uh, it's in God's hands does not mean we can lean on our shovels and wait for the hole to dig itself. That's right. And the culture has been digging a deep hole for us. And I'm glad, uh, as you mentioned, to have Gina Gleason with us today. We're going to be talking about a conference regarding the sex ed curriculum coming up that's going to be held at Chino Hills Calvary Chapel. And it is being sponsored by an organization that Gina, you mentioned, Faith and Public Policy. She's the executive director. Uh, it's being sponsored by that organization and being held at the church. Welcome to the Unite IE Radio Show, Gina. It's great to have you with us. Hey, guys. Great to be with you. I've heard your presentation uh, more than once about just how graphic, 
how explicit, how inappropriate, how immoral the triple X sex education this there's already a lot of this stuff going on in the in the government run schools, but this just takes it brazenly to a whole new level. I know we're on radio and uh, we're subject to FCC regulations. Tell can you can you can you give us some idea of just how bad this stuff really is? Well, it's so bad that I was speaking at a business um, organization's meeting, and I had one of the slides that kids are exposed to as young as 10 years old, and they asked me to re- remove the slide and not to show it at the, um, the meeting. And, of adults. Um, I said, yeah, it was adults. And, and I even put a great shadow over it so they wouldn't get the full vision of what kids are being exposed to, but nonetheless, they asked me to remove it. So, you know, our kids are being exposed to things that um, most adults would find um, improper to talk about in mixed company, in polite society, but this is happening in our public schools at the hand of our state, at the hand of our school districts and the curriculum writers and discussions that should never be taking place, questions that should never be asked. And so I don't know if you're going to have to bleep me out or what, um, but let, shall I say at least one example maybe? Sure, sure. yeah, um, we'll, let our, we'll let our legal department review our, our radio <laughs> show before it airs because we do tape in advance. I don't want you guys advance. to get hauled away. We'll, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, uh, we'll let the legal department review it and decide whether it needs to be beeped out, but you, uh, you say what you need to say and we'll figure it out on our end. Okay, there is one curriculum. The teacher, the teacher is instructed to ask the class, So when do you think someone is ready to have sex, either vaginal, oral, or anal sex? Wow. Yeah, and parents just absolutely do not know that. Why? Because parents aren't reading the textbooks. Parents are not reading the curriculum. But that's one of the questions that are students are being asked well and beyond this we're going to talk in, in in some depth about the curriculum itself because you've dug into it you have a uh, event coming up on saturday august the 24th we're going to be discussing people can register for that still it's not sold out yet but it is getting full um let's back up the lens to the ten thousand foot level and have the quick conversation about something that i think everyone assumes but those people who assume would be dead wrong, that's at least according to me, uh, we'll have that conversation between the three of us. And that has to do with parental rights. Now, most people, if you ask them what the parents' rights are when it comes to education, they will say that the parents have the right to basically make sure that their kids are educated according to what it is that they feel uh, are the uh, worldviews and the topics and the subject matters that they feel is appropriate for their children. And as it turns out, they would be wrong. Parental rights are often assumed to be, as the Declaration of Independence says, one of the many unalienable rights that we all enjoy as a result of just being human. But the state, the the, the deep state even, if you will, has a different opinion about that. There is a interesting video out there of someone from the New York Board of Education, an attorney, I believe, saying that the parents do not have the right to determine the curriculum that is taught in the schools, that the schools have and the state has the uh, authority over the parental relationship uh, between the parents and the kids. 
So you ask an average person on the street, do you have the right to your children? And they say, of course, you know, I have the right to do whatever. Um, Obviously, within reason, we're not talking about you can't chain your kids to the bed, as we found out in the case of the Turpin family down in, uh, you know, Riverside County. But when it comes to, you know, the kinds of topics that we're entertaining today, parents will often say, yeah, I've got that right. Well, they don't. And so uh, at the core of this, Gina and Greg, what are your thoughts on do parents have that right? Well, I, I don't know if you remember this case that took place in California. It may have been in Palmdale. The school was handing out a questionnaire to students. Parents complained there was a lawsuit, and the California Supreme Court actually ruled that parents do not have the right to determine what their kids are receiving in the public schools. That once a parent takes their child to the school and leaves that child off, they have no rights. They lose their rights as soon as that child steps on school property. That's what California says about that. So, so there you that's go. That's what we're fighting. Yeah. We'll continue with that discussion and what parents can do, including going to this uh, conference to find out what they can do. And that's the Let Parents Decide conference on August 24th, 2019 at Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills. The cost is free, but they do want you to register in advance. And you can do that by going to faithandpublicpolicy.org, faithandpublicpolicy.org. Click on the links and you can register for free. A great lineup of speakers, Matt Sharp of the Alliance Defending Freedom, Karen England of the Capital Resource Institute, which really works on these issues, uh, from someone from the uh, National Home Education Research Institute, uh, Pastor Jack Hibbs, of course, and our current guest, Gina Gleason, will all be speaking and not only telling you how, what it is and how bad it is, but what you as parents or grandparents can do about it. But first, let's have a word from our sponsor, Ed Hoffman, uh, the place to go, the guy to go to for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, here on AM590, The Answer. Let me talk to you seniors for a moment. Have you been hearing people talk about reverse mortgages and wondering what those are all about? Let me make it simple for you. A reverse mortgage is exactly the same as any other mortgage with one exception. You don't have to pay monthly payments if you don't want to. You still get a monthly statement and you can send in payments if you want to. They're just not required. So your next question is, where does that leave my kids when at some point I pass away? Did I just give their inheritance to the bank? The answer is no. Your kids will inherit the same amount as they would have otherwise with the exception of anything that you want or anything that you need between now and your final day on earth. If this sounds like something that might enhance your retirement years and you want to talk to someone who can make it just that simple, call me toll free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturday mornings at 10, Saturday nights at 9, and Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock right here on AM 590, The Answer. NMLS ID number 9921, ID number Arizona, MLO license number 0926438, ID number Arizona license number equal housing opportunity. AM 590, the answer. This is Senator Mike Morrell asking you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday at 4 o'clock on AM 590, the answer. Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire radio show, the radio show for the most important political office, that of private citizen. We're, we're digging into an area that is that many of us never thought we would need to even discuss, and that has to do with changes to the curriculum within California schools having to do with everything from gender 
you know, what is gender? Is gender biological or is it some kind of nuance that happens in the child's brain during development? All the way to what is taught about sex and sexual education. And I will preface it by saying this, Greg and Gina, our guest for this half hour talking about this topic, Gina Gleason, Faith and Public Policy. She's the executive director, which is a uh, organization that was spun off literally from Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills, started as a result of her work there on governmental affairs. We're talking about sex ed in this curriculum. Triple X sex. Triple X. That's important because when I grew up, I, I, I was actually a part of, in my fifth grade class back in Baltimore, Maryland, the very first rollout of their version of sex ed. And I got to say, it was truly sex ed. It was basic biology. It was birds and bees. It was, this is how babies are conceived. This is what it takes to conceive babies. Uh, all y'all out there in the audience have the various different parts necessary to make that happen. And here's how it happens. And I remember sitting in that auditorium with my parents and everybody else's concerned parents that were there in the back of the auditorium feeling so embarrassed about what was being discussed. But that was the state of affairs then. It's progressed since then. And Gina is here to help us to understand what it's progressed to. And we're also helping to get the word out about a conference that parents and grandparents can attend at Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills, that will go into this in detail. But let's get back into our, our the topic we left off before uh, the break, talking about parental rights and the rights of parents over the curriculum of their children. And this is something that I think that is going to come as a big shock to people as they learn about this. And that is that parents do not have that right. In fact, I read an ACLU letter that was written to a school district that said specifically that parents don't have the ability to determine what curriculum is appropriate for their kids and that the professionals within the education system are the ones that do. And I think that is that is really the uh, fulcrum of the problem. We can talk all day long about what we think they should or shouldn't learn, Gina. But the reality of it is, is that the state has that legal authority, correct? Well, correct. But yeah, and they also have the right to give us legislation that does correct protect our rights, that does um, shield our, our children from having to learn this type of sex education. But uh, coming from California, you know what our legislature is like, and they're just out of control. And so they are the reason that we have this type of modern, liberal, social, uh, uh, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, but sex ed that is so progressive that uh, most parents, whether they're conservative or liberal, disagree with. You're right. I mean, there are, to begin to put it bluntly, there aren't many parents, even the ones that normally vote Democrat, that want their fifth graders taught how to uh, have anal sex. Correct. And that's, and, yeah, that, and, that, and, that's, and that's not an exaggeration. That That is what oh, no. they're doing. Not at all. And it's, and, 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 I've read the curriculum. Yes, you're right. And it's not it's not like there's no, an end point. You were you were commenting off the air how what what you know how bad it was and how you how hard you fought to, against the co-ed bathrooms that you could that boys could go into the girls' bathrooms and showers and vice versa whenever they felt like it. And but it didn't stop there. No, I mean we thought that was the biggest battle we were ever going to face. And um, but lo and behold, here comes AB 329, the California Healthy Youth Act that was voted on in 2015 and signed into law by Governor Jerry Brown. And now we're at the point where the schools are implementing the bill, which means new curriculum that is over-the-top, progressive, 
in their ideology and the, our, our kids are captive audiences in these classrooms. Well, they are, and faith is always under fire. And ever since God was taken out of the uh, schools, we can probably trace the DNA of the decline of our culture back to that very date. And this, this is, you know, when you when Greg mentioned bathroom, Bill, and that you you said during the break that you never imagined that we would be here. That there have been so many battles that have been fought, and we're finally fighting this battle. But it's important for folks to understand that incrementalism is how we lose the culture. It's these little baby steps. Some people say, well, that's not that bad. You know, that's understandable Um, to whatever the incremental shift in the policy or the law or the culture is. But when you take a step back and you look at what where we're at, this incrementalism, Gina, has taken us to a place where it's like, what's next? Are people going to be able to marry their uh their their dogs i mean you know where do we get to with this i mean we're in the process of watching pedophilia get normalized yeah it's complete lawlessness i mean there are no boundaries set boundaries are good you know you tell your kids you have to be home before 10 o'clock or you have you can't cross the street without holding my hand you know those types of little boundaries we said at each age but Um, what's happening right now is they've taken this responsibility that we have to raise our kids according to our values, and they have taken control. And so now their values are the ones that are being implanted in the heads of our children. And as a matter of fact, the bill itself, AB 329, it says that the pupils need um, need to have a healthy attitude about sexuality, about family, about gender, about gender identity. Now, when they start talking about healthy attitudes, that's all about the mind. You know, that's not just about they need to learn the facts about history or or how to count. No, they're starting to play with the mind and the, the thinking of our children about these sexual things. And, of course, it's pro- proper thinking is, of course, what they believe, what the state believes, what the Democrat Party believes is proper thinking, not what... Yeah, and that's actually written into the law, believe it or not. Yeah, not what not what um, traditional values, traditional people would think, not what God would think, not what Jesus would think. And it not what, what, and not what faith-based thing. leaders would be teaching us in church, and that's specifically precluded in the law, It's it, isn't it? I mean, it, it specifically says uh, abstinence is not part of the conversation, really, and faith-based principles have no and place in no, this. No religious doctrine is allowed. Right. I mean, and and the tough part of that one is, honestly, Gina, I mean, I I don't want Scientology taught in our schools. Right. I mean, so, but that 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 is religious doctrine. I I don't even want environmentalism taught in our schools from the standpoint of that has become a religion. Or it has. That's a exactly. Yeah, exactly. So the, the whole thing is, is, this is what I say to parents who or adults who may say, well, you know, I, I think the, the state is right on this and the kids need to learn this. And, and, and I say, well, I say that if a family wants to teach their kids to be, um, you know, have a different gender identity, you know, all these kinds of things that we used to call like cross-dressing, if they want to teach their child that, that's up to them. That's their right as a parent. But what about the parents that do not want that? taught at the hand of the state right so they are just completely taking everything that has been um that is normal and that has 
there's good boundaries for it for good reasons um, because we don't want our kids to get pregnant outside of um, marriage and we don't want them to uh, catch STDs, um, those types of things. So there's good boundaries. And I think that our, our schools, our, our lawmakers have lost sight of that. Well, when we talk about parental rights, you brought up two issues that I'm going to tease. We've got to take another break. When we talk about parental rights, do you have a right to opt your kids out of this? We'll talk about that next with Gina Gleason of Faith and Public Policy. Uh, the conference that's coming up is on that website, faithandpublicpolicy.org. You can register on the website for Let Parents Decide coming up on August the 24th. But here's the other question, Gina and Greg. If your daughter, aged 15, does in fact become pregnant, do you have the right to know if she decides that she's going to get an abortion. That we'll get into after the break from our sponsor for this half hour. Ed Hoffman, the man to go to for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. More with Gina Gleason after this message. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, here on AM590, The Answer. Let me talk to you seniors for a moment. Have you been hearing people talk about reverse mortgages and wondering what those are all about? Let me make it simple for you. A reverse mortgage is exactly the same as any other mortgage with one exception. You don't have to pay monthly payments if you don't want to. You still get a monthly statement and you can send in payments if you want to. They're just not required. So your next question is, where does that leave my kids when at some point I pass away? Did I just give their inheritance to the bank? The answer is no. Your kids will inherit the same amount as they would have otherwise with the exception of anything that you want or anything that you need between now and your final day on earth. If this sounds like something that might enhance your retirement years and you want to talk to someone who can make it just that simple, call me toll free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturday mornings at 10, Saturday nights at 9, and Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock right here on AM 590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. We were talking with Gina Gleason, the executive director of Faith and Public Policy, about the triple X, and we really mean triple X sex education that's being imposed on in the California government-run schools, where they operate on the principle enunciated originally by Vladimir Lenin. Give us the child for eight years and it will be a Bolshevik forever. This is true. And this is, all, and this is not an isolation. This, this triple X sex education and breaking down traditional morality and Christianity and Judeo-Christian culture is not an isolated a- aspect of this overall assault on our civilization and our culture and the Judeo-Christian principles that underpin it. So if a, if God forbid something happens, a, a young lady decides that she's going to, for whatever reason, she has uh, sexual intercourse with another with a, with a man and or boy and decide. And, well, these and, days, not necessarily. She could get pregnant from another woman. But <laughs> we don't have time to dig into that. We we have only three minutes left. What happens if that in if if she wants to? avail her if she wants if she decides she wants an abortion what happens well in in the state of california the child can be taken off campus by a school nurse or a school administrator have that abortion be brought back to the school the parent would never be notified and not and go ahead so that's the law in california and a lot of people just don't know that and not only that 
there is a methodology for actually covering up the absence. There was undercover video that was captured at the Riverside County Board of Education of the ACLU instructing the uh, school administrators that were in attendance how exactly to manage that absence so that, A, uh, there's no record of it, B, the parents don't find out, and C, they don't lose any federal funding in the process. So if you think that uh, your kids are safe from that kind of thing, uh, think again. And that's just one aspect of what's going to be discussed at this conference. The other aspect is opting out. A lot of parents, um, you know, are aware that they can opt their kids out of uh, some of the more egregious stuff. But opting out doesn't necessarily protect the kids because in this current iteration, this stuff is 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 literally uh, filtered throughout the entire education curriculum, isn't it? It sure is. And that's why parents need to come to this conference, because not only are we we going to give them the facts about what's happening, we're going to give some solutions, too. We have some ideas for parents that they're going to be practical, things that they can learn about to, to better protect their kids. So if they come, they're going to get all of that. That's on August 24th. Let parents decide. Its cost is free, but they want you to pre-register, and you can do that by going to faithandpublicpolicy.org, faithandpublicpolicy.org. Follow the links, and you can register for free and attend this very important conference because our children are our future and the future of our country and are and warrant our time and attention. Thank you so much for being with us. Gina Gleason of Faith and Public Policy. We'll be back with more on the Unite IE Radio Show as we continue after the break. Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire Radio Show, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And every once in a while, Greg, a headline creeps into the 24-7 news cycle that you just can't look away from. We've been talking about important stuff here on the Unite IE Radio Show. We've been talking about the upcoming sex ed curriculum, as in S-E-Triple-X, with Gina Gleason. Please go to faithandpublicpolicy.org to register for the upcoming uh, Let Parents Decide conference so you can learn all about that. Even if you don't have kids in school, or even if you homeschool, or even if you go to charter... By the way, if you go to charter schools, you can't escape this agenda because a law was passed that requires charter schools to come into compliance and alignment with this curriculum. But even if you're a uh, homeschooled family, this still is relevant because this is what your kids are going to. These are the this is what the kid the, the other children the other kids that your kids are going to be interacting with in the culture are learning. You need to be aware of it and you need to be a part of the fight because not yes you you you've removed your kids from the equation by homeschooling and more and more parents are seeking this and that is going to be part of the conversation is homeschooling is an alternative, but. You still need to be aware and arm your children to be able to push back on the culture and what's going on. So even if you homeschool, you know, you know, people that are in public schools, invite them, let them know about this. But as I was starting to say, every once in a while, a headline creeps into the 24 seven news cycle that you just can't look away from. And that this headline that the headline I'm referring to has to do with the death of Jeffrey Epstein, the individual who is probably one of the most high-profile prisoners in the American prison system since, oh, I don't know, recently I guess you could make the case that, uh, you know, a a drug lord from Mexico would be a high-profile person. But 
But someone who actually can implicate other individuals. Not just other individuals, but other, but across the ruling class. I mean, how many people, how many people were hanging out with, um, and we're friend- and we're pals with uh, with with Jeffrey Epstein, and we know one whose painting has now been revealed in his apartment, his mansion, if you want to call these uh, these uh, you know huge uh, uh, townhomes that are in uh, New York, a mansion. I think it can qualify at least price wise. Apparently, Jeffrey Epstein had an oil painting of Bill Clinton dressed in Monica, what was supposed to be a representation of Monica Lewinsky's blue dress, sitting in a uh, wing chair uh, with his legs draped over the arm, wearing red high heels and pointing at you as if, you know, it's Uncle Sam wants you kind of a point. This pic, this was captured by someone that was in Jeffrey Epstein's apartment. And just the fact that you would have that oil painting, just the fact that you would decide that that oil painting is appropriate to have painted. Did Bill, my question is, did Bill Clinton sit for the painting? Right. <laughs> There's and so yeah, many questions, okay, right? But, but, but we have the more serious. I mean, this is a guy who hung out with all these rich and powerful people and probably further, people further up the food chain, even from Bill and Hillary Clinton. And we know that Clinton was on his Epstein's plane many numerous times, often without his Secret Service detail. And the plane was was uh, known as the Lolita Express. Express. So, so you have this guy in in federal custody, and guess what happens? He, he commits, dies. He dies. How convenient. And then you start seeing all the news that's coming out that uh, he was taken off suicide watch after the first supposed attempt. Even then, Epstein said someone tried to kill him. Then there's the video. There's no video of it. The guards had fake, were sleeping. One wasn't even uh, qualified to be a guard. Um, he wasn't given paper sheets. There are reports of you know, to prevent people from having committing suicide. Right. There were reports of people of screaming from his cell. Um, now and, we, and, then, and we have the coroner's report now right. that there were broken bones in his neck that could happen. As a result of uh, jumping uh, off of the bed with a sheet around your but neck. But it's more likely to happen in a strangulation. Well, here's, here's the, th- the part of the story where I, it, it kind of kills the conspiracy theory for me. Jeffrey Epstein has attorneys, doesn't he? He does. And if your client is in a federal prison... And he attempts suicide, but that attempted suicide is really somebody coming in and trying to kill him. As his attorney, you're going to be screaming that from the highest levels of press conferences that you can arrange that your client is in jeopardy in this prison system. So what that says to me is that the first attempt at suicide was legitimate. In other words, Jeffrey Epstein's attorneys didn't come out and say our client was, was there was an attempted murder on our client, right? Did I, not. Did not. And if you you as an attorney, if your client is in a prison and someone uh, attempts, uh, you know, uh, makes an attempt on his, on your client's life, aren't you going to try and make that as public as possible? Depends who I'm really working for. Oh boy, here we go. You think Jeffrey Epstein's own attorneys? Are I, I don't, would I, be part of the cabal. The people that the people that are implicated in this include Bill Clinton. I understand, but that. include a lot more people that have a lot more money. And the kill list that Bill Clinton, you know, the, the, what's called the Clinton kill list, is huge. I I get that, but 
you know, I, I tend to believe. In- and then you look at things like they just the FBI does doesn't get around to raiding his um, castle or his house or his mansion in the Caribbean until after he's dead. I know, and and, and, and you know, so when there's an ample opportunity to remove any incriminating evidence, there is ample. He was inco- allowed. I was just going to say there's ample evidence of incompetence, both in terms of the way that he was cared for in the prison, as well as what you're bringing up about the way that the FBI conducted themselves. When we know the Department of Justice has the ability to take 30 FBI SWAT personnel and go knock on someone's door at 6 a.m. in the morning in order to wake them up. And I'm talking about Roger Stone and Paul Manafort. Right. So we know that they have that ability. So point taken. And then we see that there, there, this facility where he, was being, where, where, he was, where he was being held has not had a successful suicide attempt in 40 years until this one. I, what are the odds? I know. The odds are, I still come back to Occam's razor. There are so many people that would have to be silent, that would have to be involved in letting this happen. You've, who, who was let into the prison that would do this? You've got guards. You've got people that would have to be all guards part of this that, process. That, that are sleeping and, 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 and I know. I saw, you know, it's... I know nothing. I see nothing. I hear nothing. Do you? But I mean, the the number of people that would have to have been involved in 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 allowing this to happen are are huge. And I don't just, know. There has to be that many. Well, I, I think I think it does. Whether and I think whether it's got, two, three, or four or five, I don't think it has to be that many. I don't know. I think there's. I I think the number. And would other be people more. just look the other way. So the, so you're. Well, can, you're not actually seeing. So anything. you're you're coming down on the side that says that this guy was murdered. Yes. Okay. And I'm coming down on the side that says he was he was he suicided himself. And until there is clear and I believe in Occam's razor, the shortest the the the, the most logical explanation is the shortest distance between two points. And, and and I I agree with Occam's razor, but Occam's razor says murder. Uh, no, Occam's given, Razor. Given, Occam's Razor given the his, does not given say the, murder. Given, given all the circumstances, the, mo- the the simplest and straightest explanation is not a not massive organized incompetence, but silencing somebody who was a grave threat to a vast number of the ruling class. And I would completely agree with you because the one thing that I w- will will make the that I think can be made the case is that pedophilia runs rampant in that ruling class there we 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 got probably only a small glimpse of what actually goes on uh when the hashtag me too movement got really started with harvey weinstein's um with the revelations of how he conducted himself with people that wanted to climb the entertainment ladder uh on the other side of the camera so I get it. There are a lot of people that probably, uh, you know, uh, live a life that is filled with this deviancy. But I just don't think until there is um, more evident. I, I will I will continue to be on the side of Occam's razor saying that it was suicide. You're more than welcome to twist Occam's razor into the pretzel you need to twist it into in order to say that it, Occam's razor says it's murder. I, th- I, think, I, think, I, think you're, I think you're twisting the, the razor. But there's another aspect of this. Epstein operated his his pornography child sex ring right for decades yes. at a very high level, and nothing was nothing happened to it. It was the the authorities all looked the other way. Question and. Um, 
was he operating in conjunction with or with the acquiescence of one or more intelligence agencies to gather blackmail material? Completely possible, and, they, and that's why he was. That's why he was protected. That's why he was allowed yep. to operate that long. Okay, so now when you can bring fast forward, and he now suicides himself very conveniently, right? And under in custody, did one you know? So there's a lot of people that have. There's a lot of people out there that have the motive, yes, to kill him, and the ability. To access the people that can do that could do that type of work. So Occam's, Occam's razor is on my side on this one. I, I, I disagree. What's your opinion? Go to the Unite IE Facebook page and weigh in. We'll put something up there that will allow you to have that conversation. And you can tell me that I'm full of my head's full of rocks on this one, or you can tell Greg. Uh, but do weigh in. It, we will put information up there about the event that we were promoting earlier. Let parents decide. That's something that but Greg and I both agree on. You got to get to the conference that Gina Gleason and Faith in Public Policy are putting on on August the 24th. Go to faithinpublicpolicy.org in order to get more information and register. We'll be back with more after the break on the Unite IE Radio Show. After this word from All-Star Collision, the place to go when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of rock and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. Car Star, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. This is Assemblywoman Melissa Melendez urging you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday afternoon at 4 p.m. on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. Those of us, you know, I'm old enough to remember the uh, time of the 1970s and 80s in which there was very high crime. Uh, many of the of our major cities were very un, were almost uninhabitable. You couldn't go out at night. Um, and through, thanks to our police and tougher laws that put the interests of law-abiding citizens first, those crime rates came way, way down. And... Any civilization, any country depends upon, and one of the chief chief functions of government is to protect the people from not only a foreign enemy, but also from criminals. So that's why we have police. That's why we have courts. And people don't have to take the law into your own hands. If someone has committed a crime against you, the police police will come out and they will arrest the person. And that person will be prosecuted and and then punished. So you don't have to take it upon yourself to do those things. But we see that now under attack in a wide variety of ways. In one of the instances that just this past week, there was some criminal engaged in a gun battle with police in Philadelphia. And so the, well, the police are still trying to f- engage in a life-and-death struggle, and six officers were wounded in this battle. There were all the, 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 not all the residents, but many residents of Philadelphia were harassing and taunting the police while they were, they were trying to defend them from this gunman, this murderer. He was going to trying to shoot people. 
And this is not an isolated incident. We've seen this uh, in, in New York. It wasn't, it wasn't during a gun battle, but officers going about their duty are taunted, they're insulted, they're, and, and people are throwing water at them. And this is, where is this coming from? Where is, where is this hatred of police coming from? And it's coming from the Democrat Party. And also just passed this past week. Um, and you, it's hard to, you know, you can imagine whether Democrat politicians could ever get more loathsome and despicable. But they, but uh, Elizabeth Warren and Kamala Harris managed to do so. And they went back and dug up the Michael Brown hoax. Hands up, don't shoot. That somehow this guy was just minding his own business when he was murdered by a racist white police officer. And we know they know. This is, this is not a matter of we don't know what the facts are yet, but we're going to jump out ahead and try to gain political advantage by accusing the police. There's been a thorough investigation, including by the Obama Injustice Department. They concluded that the officer was totally justified, that Michael Brown had, a, the, the so-called gentle giant, had attacked, not only, he had previously strong-armed robbery to a, 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 a convenience store. But now when, when the officer confronted him, and first of all, just to you know, get off the street, and he refused to do that, Brown punched the officer, tried to take the officer's gun, and just as a rule of thumb, whenever you encounter a police officer, don't punch the police officer and try to take his gun. It just gets the whole altercation and incident off on the wrong foot. Police officers, you know, they're very unreasonable, and they take a, a strong exception to being punched and people trying to take their guns. So then, to conclude it, Brown, and this is, they had independent witnesses as well as the forensics showed that the officer was correct, that Brown, when he exited his car and tried to arrest Brown, charged at him despite the officer's instructions to halt. And, the, and so the officer not only behaved appropriately, but behaved actually quite bravely in the circumstances. But oh, Warren and Harris went back to dug this up and said, to say that the, Brown was murdered by the police officers. So that's where this is coming from. It's coming from Democrat politicians like Harris and Warren. And it's going to affect how to, I mean, how, how vigorously are police going to go and try to protect the people of these areas it, it, when this is the treatment they, they get? It came from Barack Obama on the campaign trail in Philadelphia. That video has been buried where he said, if you if they pull out a knife, you pull out a gun. Um, that's That has since di- been disappeared from the Internet. But I saw it. I watched that video with my own two eyes. I've still been able to un. I've still been unable to find it. And then most recently, you had his attorney general at a uh, camp at a uh, rally, uh, you know, a a motivational moment. He's trying to get the, you know, motivate the troops where he he basically, you know, calls for violence. Uh, You know, Maxine Waters called for violence. The language of the left calling concentrate, calling these uh, ice detention facilities concentration camps has directly led to and and the calling for the dismantling uh the the demonization of ice the dismantling of ice has directly led to in one case you had a guy lose his life because he literally attacked he set a car on fire he attacked an ice facility he was shot by officers that was a member of antifa well he's trying to blow up a propane tank that could have killed right all the people both the detainees and the officers inside the building if had he been successful fast forward a couple of days you had uh an ice facility or uh, offices uh, in, I think it was Texas, had bullets shot through their window. Then you have uh, another case where, I mean, it just goes on and on and on um, in terms of the left's rhetoric. Now, here's a thought experiment. Type in leftist rhetoric leads to violence into Google and do a search. 
Then pull up Bing and type in leftist rhetoric leads to violence. Is there a difference? O-M-G, is there a difference? Every article that's pulled up by Google has to do with connecting Donald Trump and his use of the word invasion with the uh, motivation uh, as a motivating factor behind the mass shootings that have recently incurred in the, mostly in the case of El Paso because the word invasion was used by the shooter in his manifesto. Yeah. But beyond that, is there any connection between Donald Trump and the motivation of the El Paso shooter? Well, the, the El Paso shooter was a socialist who wanted well, socialized medicine, uh, welfare for called universal basic income for everyone. As though uh, thought with all the illegal aliens in the country, he wouldn't be able to get it. So he was a socialist who wanted his welfare state benefits, and who and who then told police or FBI after he was arrested that it was the Democrat presidential candidates of all wanting to give free health care to every illegal alien who stepped across the border is what triggered him to do what he did. So that's what you get when you search Google with the term "leftist rhetoric leads to violence." You have all of these uh, articles that connect Trump's invasion rhetoric directly to the shooter in uh, El Paso, to other attempts for violence. Do the same thing in Bing, which is Microsoft's search engine. The very th- the very item at the top says the media clearly believes. That, so this is like what Google likes to do. If you search for a definition, um, they'll put the definition right up at the top. I don't know where Google's crawler derives those definitions from. Usually they'll always give you a source. In the case of Bing, the media clearly believes that rhetoric can lead to violence since they accuse the president of regularly inciting violence. Well, if Trump's intent is to incite violence, he's bad at it. Almost no one listening to his dog whistles and violent rhetoric act on it. This is from an article in The American Thinker entitled The Link Between Rhetoric and Violence. Um, and there's an, the second entry is, will leftist rhetoric lead to violence? It has before. The next entry, beware, leftist rhetoric has led to violence before. On and on and on. The rise of the violent left. That's in the Atlantic. Um, Zachariah, now he's a, he's a, uh, a uh, talking head with Fareed Zachariah. He's a talking head with CNN. When rhetoric leads to violence, and he is actually citing leftist examples. It goes on and on. So you, there's, a, there's a distinct difference in the way that these search engines serve you. Well, that's a good, and that's a good point. And that leads us off what we were talking about before, but it's, but, it's, but it's probably at least as important of a point, is that Google, and we just saw there was this past week as well, another Google engineer came out and released documents showing that Google is full 100% on board to try to help the Democrats win. It's biasing its search results. So when you, when you t- and, and Google has 80 or 90% of the search engine market in the entire world, that when you do that, you're, it's like getting your news from CNN. And you understand that. It is, it'd be like going to CNN or the Democrat National Committee to get your news, and that's what you get on anything political. Now, if you, were to, if you were to Google something totally unrelated to politics, like what's the highest mountain in the world, you probably would get a straight answer out of Google. Or if you want to know the history of the Roman Empire, you might get a straight answer out of Google. But if anything, anything with any political significance today, you're not going to do that. And you mentioned Bing. Uh, that, that's, a, that's, a good, that's, a, that's a better alternative. I use DuckDuckGo. 
as my primary search engine. So for a variety of reasons, including getting on the search results, as well as not supporting the enemy of the cause of freedom and the cause of America, because we know that Google, in addition to being helping the Democrat Party and seeking to influence the 2020 election, and as well as the 2018 election and the 2016 election, is selling artificial intelligence, is working with China to develop artificial intelligence, which has military applications, but the same Google will not help our military develop artificial intelligence. Google is an evil, anti-American, anti-freedom company, and we should never, ever, ever support it. Don't use Chrome. Don't use Google search engine and switch out of Gmail. If you want a great alternative for Gmail, use Proton Mail. Actually, has better security. Proton it's, Mail is it's, actually it's Switzerland has has very good security, and that's a much better alternative than Gmail for your email, where they read your emails and then market the information. Robert Epstein, who was a who testified in front of Congress with Dennis Prager, uh, when I was communicating with him to try to get him on a guest on our show, he did come on the Jen and Don show briefly. We got a we got to circle back to get him back on. Robert Epstein will only communicate through Proton Mail. He will not use any other uh, communication source. But we started off this segment talking about how Elizabeth Warren and Kamala Harris are literally rewriting history. This is what the left has been doing. They rewrite history. They even went so far as to go in and change, uh, create a page for one of the shooters, calling him a Republican or changing a page. Um, in this article of, by the American Thinker entitled The Link Between Rhetoric and Violence, it finishes up by saying the media, on the other hand, make a regular case for literally Literally killing the president by saying he's a racist and suggesting that he's the reincarnation of Hitler. We've seen people like uh, um, the, the actress chop his head off. Madonna blow the White House up. I hate to interrupt you, but that is all the time we have this week on Unite IE Radio. And we're just getting warmed we're up. We're just getting warmed up. Uh, tune in for the after show someplace. We'll find out a place to put up, put up the after show. But <laughs> in the meantime, tune in next week for another exciting edition of Unite IE Radio. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.